Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of the Whiskey Hour podcast. We're sitting here with just another bottle of whiskey, ready to talk about some awesome stuff. Ugna, how's it going over there? Hi, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not been sleeping enough or something? Yeah, no, not really. Also, my back is sore. I feel like I'm getting old. I woke up this morning with a random pain in my back and pain in my neck. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? I am soon enough going to be a 22-year-old grandmother. A 22-year-old grandmother. What, what, do, you, do you have any ideas? Like, uh, Is it like lack of sleep that's causing it? Is it are, you, are you like sort of overworked or something? I think it might be. It could also just be, you know, like stress of moving and... Um, yes, moving. <laughs> yeah. Finally moved all my stuff to the new apartment. I cleaned up the old one and, um, well, I'm ready to settle in. But, you know, the difference between, like, the beds, mm. the mattress. Mm. Like, I am quite literally a grandmother when it comes to these things. <laughs> I think, you know, like, I love how people say you can be 30s, 40s. Mm-hmm. Right? And when you sleep on a bad mattress or on a sofa or something, you feel your back for the rest of the day. I I think I'm developing a problem. I'm not even twenty two yet. <laughs> and I already haven't have it. Um what? Help. <laughs> I, this was supposed to be my years of sleeping around anywhere and um sleeping around anywhere? Hmm. Interesting topics. Not in that sense. <laughs> not in that sense well you know if, if it makes you feel any better like i've always had this like thing if if my bed changed or if my pillow changed i could not sleep first of all i mean as it is i i can't i have a hard time sleeping mm -hmm. um so like sleep has always been a bit of a bit of an issue uh since i was i was early teenage yeah Oof. so like, I've always had a bit of issues with sleeping and all. And if you change my pillow or if I don't have enough pillow, because, like, I use I use two pillows. I use gigantic pillows, you know? So, like, are you almost, like, sit-sleeping? Sit no, no, it's not like that. But I do like to have sizable pillows that get squished in with my head. Oh, so you're like one of those like really, really soft pillows. When you put your head, you're like sinking in. I just, yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. I have a lot of gray cells in my head. You know, there's just the size of my brain. It's <laughs> the density of brain cells in there. I've got to get it tested. I'm pretty sure it's one of the world's highest number of density of brain cells inside one head. I'm pretty sure it's your hair. <laughs> I think you should see a hairdresser. I and by that I don't mean going on a date or anything, but just like go cut your hair. Um, I, I <laughs> you're do... developing an Afro Corona hair. Um, uh, here's the thing. You, <laughs> you know what's funny? I was just in the toilet and I just like look myself in the mirror and I'm like, I wish this was a Corona hair. I wish <laughs> that I had the Corona hair because it was justifiable if it was the Corona hair. I'm not at home. I barely spend any time in the house. I'm always out and about. I, I mean, I had like, what, five hours of meetings, six hours of meetings with clients. and oh, Seven hour date yesterday. A seven hour <laughs> date, client date yesterday. And, you know, um, it, it's honestly because I'm overworked. Like sort of, hey, here's a good kind of problem to have. I've got so much work. I don't have time to get a shave. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> God damn it. You know what? You know what? You stop burning me, me, me and my hair over here. Look, okay. Maybe it's a TMI, but lately I've, I didn't even have enough time to like shave my armpits. <laughs> <laughs> I think like for all your ladies out there, you know what it feels like. And I'm just like, I think today I took a shower. I just looked at them. I was like, this is disgusting. 
what the crap? Well, this is not okay. <laughs> I think um, I, I I think either neither one of us is getting enough sleep or uh, enough self grooming. And with that being said, let's raise our glasses to this episode of the Whiskey Hour podcast. Cheers. Cheers. So, you know, you mentioning that you had sleeping problems in your teenage years actually spiked back a memory of mine. Um, I am actually an amazing insomniac. Woohoo! Add it to the list. Add it to the <laughs> list. Um, you know, for me, insomnia, insomnia is a phase that happens um, every couple of months, sometimes even years. Um you know, I remember myself in sixth or seventh grade, was it? Um, okay. And I would wake up every single morning at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. and could not fall asleep at 4 until like 4 or 5. That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's like early teenage days, you know, those hormones are kicking in. You're like, I'm going to be awake. Right? Yeah. Right? And you would just wake up and you're like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> I, I would just like turn on my light inside my room, sit there in the empty, you know, in the space, and I'm just like, and what now? <laughs> what do I do? Uh, open up your laptop, watch some YouTube. That was pre having a laptop. I didn't have oh, a laptop on those days. Right. I think I got my first laptop when I was in going into like eleventh grade. So that mm -hmm. was like four to five years prior me having it one. Okay, okay. So you know what I did? What, yeah, what did you do? I quite literally just studied. Oh my God. I would take my oh notebooks. Oh my God. Read history notes, read geography notes, read any single note that I had, especially if there's dust coming up the next morning. Go back to sleep, wake up in the morning, ace dust. Or like, you know, mid-A's because I wasn't a straight-A student. But that's what I did. So you studied when you couldn't fall asleep at night? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know, I actually do. I, I had the habit of waking up exactly around 2 in the morning. It was hmm. like almost every single night. And there was this ongoing joke that around 2 in the morning, I am bound to go down the stairs. And this is prior to me going to Malaysia. So I'm still back home. Yeah. Uh, we had a duplex house. So like all the bedrooms were upstairs. Mm -hmm. Around two in the morning, I would always sneak downstairs, make myself <laughs> a bunch of scrambled egg, just, just scramble a whole oh lot of gosh. eggs and eat, you know, a full meal at, uh, at two in the morning. Oh no! My yeah, my my dad, my dad he used to like stay up and and watch football, mm -hmm. so like you know Premier League and like all kinds of European leagues. He would just like be watching them the entire time. So a lot of those matches happen like you know after midnight yeah. till the morning in Iran in Iranian time. So he would just be up watching these things, and the lights are <laughs> off. There's only like he's just watching the TV in the corner, and he just sees a shadow. <laughs> Sneaking downstairs, <laughs> and then soon enough, uh, the, the the smell of uh, the scent of scrambled egg <laughs> is you know starts to permeate the air. Um, so I started at at some point. Um, I started asking him when I would come out and say, "Hey, do you want to eat something?" And he's like, "No, no, I only want maybe one boy, one little bit." <laughs> and then when uh, when I made the food, he just ate half of it. So oh my gosh. <laughs> That actually does uh, sound familiar on two cents. Mm -hmm. um, so once I was staying at my friend's house and uh, for some reason, I don't know why, we stayed awake till like five in the morning. It, it might have been at like four. Then we went to bed and we couldn't fall asleep mm -hmm. because both of us were hungry. And you know when you're like hungry, you have that weird feeling in your stomach that you just want to fall asleep but you can't yeah quite literally your body's like nah chocolate just give me some food and i'll get you to sleep yeah and we woke up and i'm, I'm just like at my friend like girl i'm hungry she's like same <laughs> he's just like 
Do you want to have some eggs? <laughs> and that was pre-veganism days. Mm. So we went to the kitchen and we made a scrambled egg. <laughs> nice. 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 <laughs> yeah, but I also feel like sports is a huge thing as well. Um, for those who don't know, I am a huge hockey fan. So like National Hockey Le- League, NHL. Um, again, Lithuania. So different time zones. Right. I used to wake up in the morning and because I had insomnia, but that was like in later teenage years, obviously. I was like, I can't sleep. But then I had a laptop. So I would just watch some, you know, streams of NHL. Legal ones? Mm, no, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Eastern Europe. <laughs> look, the thing is, I did look into getting an actual subscription. I, 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 you, said, you said they were legal. They were legal. They were, you, you said they were. They were now, legal. Now tell me about the other legal alternatives that you looked into. There were the, obviously they, the ones you were using were legal. Yes. Um, and the, there, but you looked into other alternatives. Yes. Unfortunately, they were not carried in the country. Okay. Okay. So, so I just couldn't get it. Right. So you had some legal ways yes. that you were watching, but NHL, I wanted to be more legal. But you wanted more to be official. double legal. Exactly. But that was not available. Exactly. I or, mean, or like all the other sites were. Um, like the TV channels were only streaming um, like the games have, have already ended. And I'm like, but I know the score. Why would I watch it? <laughs> I'm not one of those people who would rewatch a match, you know? I'm yeah. like, if it ended, it ended. I don't, mm-hmm. I can watch like a recount of um, like cool shots and stuff. I love it. But that's like more of a social media thing for me. Yeah. I wouldn't just go and watch the entire like two, three-hour game. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, even before that, I would not leave my bed. I just wouldn't. Um, Wait, what do you mean you wouldn't leave your bed? Like you would wake up at two in the morning? Um, yeah, I would wake up at two in the morning. And the thing is... Go, um, some, go get some eggs. Well, here's the thing. We used to live in, like, my parents still live in there, in a pretty creepy old house. Ooh, paranormal. Paranormal. (laughs) Um, I think I should save this story for, like, an October Halloween special. Okay. But, yeah, it was creepy as hell. So I would not want to leave my bed. Um, I would just wake up, stay in there, stay with the lights, sleep. Fall back asleep with the light on. Don't want to see no ghosties. Fascinating. Uh, But that, you know, like, for me, that spiked up a lot of different problems. Like, you know, did you have that as well? Waking up in the morning later on, trying to go to school, concentration is just gone. Um, Me and going to school were not friends. Hmm. Um, So... In my school, well, like in, in all Iranian schools, um, you know, in the morning when you get there, there's always a sort of an assembly. It's like in most, most other places in the world. What do you mean by assembly? Well, like everybody like sort of gathers in a line based on their classes, you know? Oh, we never had that. Oh, you guys didn't have that? No, no, no. We would just come into like the school, go to our locker, place our items and go to to class right wait outside like of your classroom until the bell rings the teacher comes in lets you in and you go in oh well i mean it was very different for us um back home and i know like for example in malaysia we had that in an international school as well so like a morning assembly kind of thing Mm. um but iranian morning assemblies were slightly more different so that's where like you know the school principal used to make like announcements and mm. like, stuff like that or if there were any sort of big awards they used to give them out at the uh, at the assembly and of course we would stand there i don't i don't know uh i think recite the uh, national anthem and okay. um on a special occasion burn an american flag <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke for all of you listeners um right it, it, it was a joke um um no that that's not a joke. No. Um, oh my gosh! What? <laughs> on the special occasions, um, 
Yeah, that does happen. I mean, that, that did happen in Iran. Um, does still happen in some really conservative places, no? Oh my gosh. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. I mean, that, that really gets into like the realm of politics. And, yeah, no, but that's insane. And all of that. Um, but yeah, on the uh, on the special occasions, um, we had the special ceremony of burning um, an American flag. Obviously, we didn't do it. It was like the school doing it, a ceremonious thing. Um, and I can't blame it on the school and all. It's just like a sort of a, almost the- like a ritualistic kind of thing that they do in Iran when they're like, we're political. I really this don't is, want to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's skip right through all of that nonsense. But, you know, um, so we would get into the announcements and all. And anybody who walked into school late mm-hmm. would not be allowed into the assembly. Mm, it was okay. like a form of, I guess, like punishment or... Something like that. But is it also but is it really like a punishment? Because you know, you get to skip those useless talks and shit? Well, like you just stand there during the assembly and you just hold in a line and then there it's kind of like a discipline kind of thing, right? So it's like not everybody runs into the building, like people go class by class. Okay. So whoever's class is on the top floor, they go first. And then, so it's kind of a logistical thing to make sure kids don't fall. You know, the the area doesn't get overcrowded mm. and all that. So it's a bit of a discipline thing, but it's also mixed with like the logistics, you know, the announcements, mm. awards, all of those things. You know, you have to keep in mind, it's a school of like, say, 500, 600 people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So it's not a s- small school. You have to take okay. the logistics into account. Okay. I know you went to a pretty small school. Well, the thing is, I went to private school until grade four, and then I went to a school with maximum like three to four hundred people. I don't really know the actual number of it, but it okay. wasn't that big of a school. I, I mean, my school in Malaysia, the international school, we had like two and a half thousand students. Yeah, no, no, no. My school yeah. was a relatively small one. Yeah, so like you know, when you have a school that size, you have to have some disciplinary you know procedures in place yeah obviously and this assembly is just part of that um but yeah when you walk into the school yard and the assembly has already started or the announcement to get into the assembly has already started Mm -hmm. you're just going to be held at the door and everybody's looking at you like look at him he's late oh that's so rude and i was always there so like i would (laughs) I'll never forget during winter times, you know, as it is, I couldn't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, I would eventually fall asleep maybe around five in the morning or so. Mm, so I okay. couldn't sleep for crap. And then, yeah. you know, I would wake up, you know, my mom would come and wake me up at seven or so to go to school. And especially in winter, you know, we had this big house and all. And I would just be like, okay, fine. I'm getting up. You know, leave me alone. And, the house used to be pretty cold in the winter. Um, so only the bedrooms were pretty much heated up. The rest of it, we just, like, it was really expensive to heat up the entire, you know, 500 square meter house. Mm-hmm. Right. So what I used to do is I used to grab my blankets, go down the stairs where it was pretty like, I wouldn't say cold, but it wasn't as warm. Right. It was a hot, hot. Mm-hmm. And I would put my blanket over the radiators go under the blanket, make this little heat box for myself, and then just sleep there again. Mm. So my mom would come and like screaming, like, you're late for school, let's go, let's go. And then, and then I, as again, I'm, I'm, I'm always late to the bloody school. So. <laughs> it happens, it happens. Like, I was never late because of my, like, school ritual, and that involved my parents or my neighbor's parents driving us to it so like i was never late i didn't oversleep Mm. um there has been a couple of occasions where i didn't go to school because i was way too tired obviously you know like going back to sleep at five in the morning waking up at seven yeah after you know like not sleeping the entire night um that would change but you know like i was Never really late for school. Um, but you know what I did do remember our school doing? Yeah. So um, the school that I went to, 
especially like middle school, you had to wear sorry, a uniform. Mental school? Middle. Oh, right. <laughs> I just had to go to mental school. <laughs> On the other hand, um, I would have loved to. I think, you know, mental health class is one thing all the schools, schools need, need to have. Schools need, yes. I mean, I'm sorry, we had a psychiatrist in our school and I did not know how she looked like. Um, Never you European privileged people. <laughs> do, do you think people used her? It was, it's insane. Anyway. Um, I mean, at least you guys had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same way we had a nurse who showed up after two. We, our classes ended at one. We so, like, had a sick bay. And it was our PE teacher that used to operate it. Who was not qualified nice. in physical education. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but anyway, um, so the school, did you have uniforms as well? Oh, yes. Yeah? Same here. So like in, um, in, middle, in middle school, the uniforms consisted of um, either a white like blouse t-shirt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A necktie. Yes, I had that too. For girls, it's a necktie as well. Yep. Um, and then obviously like a jacket. Um, and you could also like switch because uh, like the country is pretty cold. So you could switch um, to like a turtleneck, gray turtleneck shirt. Afterwards, I just became rebellious and wore a black one. <laughs> you know? Wait, you had a choice of the uh, the color? No. But I just refused to wear any other color. So I just wore a black one. Fair. No one said anything. So like, when, when? I mean, in all honesty, though, your school uniform sounds nice. We had skirts. Uh, dude, do you want me to describe my school we uniform? We had Asia? to wear skirts. I, I understand you hate skirts. <laughs> I, I despise skirts. But do you know what it's like going to school in minus... 20 degrees Celsius with a skirt. Well, like long skirt, right? Yeah. Wait, what? Sure. You guys didn't have long skirts? We have like uh, above knee skirt. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. It was cold. So, you know, in the end, I'm going to school sleep deprived. Cold. Freezing. Freezing, you know? Nice. Nice. Um, okay, so let me tell you quickly about my uh, my school uniform because, you know, you brought it up. Yes, please. And I do, do. have to out-grim you as far as... No, grimming. It's not... It's, this is it's just... I don't know. Out-out-shitty uniform, <laughs> mind you. In my school in Malaysia... And to anybody who's from my school listening to this, y'all know what I'm talking about. We used to refer to our uniform as the banana uniform. Sorry, what? The banana uniform. Was it yellow? Yellow shirt. <laughs> and green trousers. Oh, no. Oh, that's horrible. Or green skirt for girls. Oh, that's horrible. And it horrible. doesn't even end there. Green necktie. No. White shoes. And... This is true, and I can't believe I am actually speaking the truth here. Green and yellow socks. You are speechless. It's okay. I wanted to drop like a funny comment, but like I just can't. <laughs> this is... What? Yes. Yeah. Like... yeah, that was the banana uniform. What the crap? Yeah. Honestly, like, you know, the uniform we had, Sounds it was... like a blessing. Well, it was, yeah, like, dark blue and, um, like, pattern, checkered pattern. There's a non-zero you know? test you would have worn something along those lines at some point. Yeah, obviously. Voluntarily. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but what the... Yeah. And, um... Yeah, it was like the school uniform back then. And um, it was terrible. And we had to wear it every single day. I might need another glass of whiskey for this. Well, then let's take a refill break. Now, I kind of want to talk to you a little bit more about the, your sleeping patterns. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
Alrighty, let's uh, tell me about your sleeping pattern, because like um, you seem to be quite the insomniac. Yeah, well, um, no, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm an insomniac anymore. Phasey, um, phasey. Phases for me, mm. it's all about the phases. Um, I remember like when I was like smaller, I used to get way more insomnia. Okay. Um, and then I tried doing multiple like rituals, you know, as they say. Take a walk before you go to sleep. Right. Drink a glass of warm milk. Hmm. Something like that. Um, and for me, it all was very much closely related to, um, like, stress levels. Okay. Uh, I mean, even as a kid. Yeah, even as a kid, actually. Right. Um, I had, like, some stress issues. Uh, to the point where, like, my stomach was also irritated and stuff, but, uh, so obviously, like, stress was a huge contributor to that, but what I realized, is that a siren for me? That's a siren. Corona. Anyway. Yeah, go on. Um, but one thing that I did notice quite a bit, um, and let me just be clear, my insomnia went to the point where I had to take pills to like oh my God. have me sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went to that part. Um, but like, so no meditation, no nothing helped me uh, until I actually when I stopped eating late nights. Okay, and I mean, like, you know, as a kid, you eat whatever your parents do, right? Yeah. So like some dinners would be at like nine in the evening mm -hmm. and uh, once i stopped doing that and i just started having slightly more normal routine based habits okay it did seem to stop or at least occur Fade away. it faded away it still occurs like right don't get me wrong i still have the nights where i stay up for way too long <laughs> it's just not that often anymore it's not that frequent um, but you know what it turned out to? Now I have one of those nights where you go to sleep. Early or late? Like normal. Okay. Like midnight, after midnight. I'm trying midnight. to imagine the night. Yeah, yeah, like midnight is usually the time I go to sleep. Okay. Sometimes it's like one in the morning, sometimes it's two. So plug the phone in. Basically. Down in bed. Basically. Mm -hmm. And... um. What was I about to say, though? Imagine one of those nights. If I've had one of those nights. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what happens now a lot of times is, no matter if I go to sleep or not, mm -hmm. I just don't sleep. I sort of, like, drift through the night in this, like, slumber mode. Like a cat nap, like a very long cat nap. But I don't actually fall asleep. So, like, you have some super light sleep the entire night. Yeah, you know, like how the sleep in general is um, can be like classified into like REM sleep and N and REM um, and REM. No, and REM actually, sleep? no. Tell oh, me. Okay, so basically, if you think of a sleep pattern, right? Right. Uh, so you have like uh, REM sleep and REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement sleep and non-rapid eye movement sleep. A rapid eye movement. Yeah. Okay. So basically when you're in the dream mode, right? It's okay. the REM sleep. Mm. So then you dream. And right before you wake up, you have all the um, like vivid dreams and um, a lot of like, some people have like sleep paralysis in those moments. Okay. Um, do you know is, what that is? is Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I know about sleep paralysis. Ooh. <laughs> Let me just explain this real quick so I can continue with that one. I do want to hear about it. Well, is that so? So you get sleep paralysis in REM sleep or like when I hear REM, I'm like. Sorry, I was just I was I, I, I was just singing a lot of fucking no religion. <laughs> uh Jesus, Ali. Um, no, but like sleep paralysis in general, it occurs like in between. And let me just like break it down for all the listeners. Um, so sleep paralysis is basically the feeling when 
your brain is already awake, but your body is still in deep relaxation. Yeah, you wake up, but not really. Exactly. Yeah. So you think you're awake, but your brain is still picking up your like fears and stuff, right? It can not necessarily pick up fears, but that's why a lot of times uh, when people say like they had alien abduction experiences or they saw a ghost or they had a possession. Right. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge believer in, in like paranormal, as I said, like living in a mm-hmm. pretty much like haunted house. I had experiences of, of my own. But some of these things can be very much reasoned by sleep paralysis. Yeah. Um, but it can also happen not necessarily before you wake up, but also before you fall asleep. Oh, is it like one of those feelings? Like I've had it so many times where it's like, I feel a drop. Mm-hmm. It's like my foot drops down somewhere, but mm. it's been sitting on, you know, on the bed. Yeah, honestly, I have this specific feeling a lot of times. And I don't it's know. Like it's like a sudden jolt, you know, it's like a whoa. And then you're like, oh shit, but I'm still the same place. I don't know. Like from what I've heard most from like sleep paralysis and I had slightly different experience of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly when you wake up, yeah, and you cannot move. Yeah, yep. You can move your eyes. You can see everything around you. Mm-hmm. You can hear, and a lot of times, like people pick up, like a man in a hat, is a very much known um, man in a hat. Yeah, it's a very known figure. Okay, in like a lot of like paranormal communities, and I have had an experience with a man in a hat, it's but a man in a hat. But it's not, um, for me, it wasn't a sleep paralysis experience. Mm-hmm. I can, I'll tell you in a Halloween yeah, we'll, special. Uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get do to a Halloween a, special we'll for We'll get it. to Halloween stuff. Um, but no, this is like an actual, like a figure a lot of people see. Okay. Or many people see like a different kind of ghost or something. Or a demon, as they recall it. Or a figure, humanoid. A being anything to be honest yeah but it very much relates to their self uh, subconscious mm-hmm. while like honestly i do believe that some things can be impacted by the paranormal as well yeah so um yeah so the uh sleep paralysis occurs in between you going out of the REM sleep yeah so when you're <laughs> <laughs> It's like when your brain is losing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, but like. I'm a sucker for old school rock. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, like, when your brain is still in that, like, vivid imagination stage. Right. Right. Um, And in general, like, you know, with the sleeps and everything, uh, when you have most of your sleep stages, mm-hmm. like a person tends to shift from like, you know, the four or five stages of sleep, which like first you like start falling asleep, then your heart, le- heart rate slows down, mm-hmm. body temperature drops. That's why a lot of us love to sleep with like multiple blankets, including me. Um, then the deep sleep, like muscle tissue repair that's like stage three sometimes stage four um when like everything regenerates then your like brain starts putting memory in like long or short term you know all of those stuff mm, okay and then you go into your REM sleep right which is your body is naturally like paralyzed okay and your brain goes into like dream state so your brain explodes with all the colors in the world and you know the stuff you don't remember the stuff you don't remember or sometimes Mm -hmm. you do depends on the person yeah like i'm a very vivid dreamer Mm -hmm. so i do remember a lot of my dreams or i had so many deja vu so many like emotional psychic shit happening to me because of it okay but anyway like right before you wake up because like this cycle lasts around like 90 minutes to four hours. I've heard different um, things okay. said about it. 
Um, but like within those four hours of you completing the entire circle. Right. Right. Um, your brain before waking up depends on the relaxation you were in. If it's in that deep REM sleep right before you wake up, your body's still paralyzed. I'm smiling. But your brain is very vivid and very much like. Okay. Okay. You know, the thing uh, with like sleep paralysis uh, for me mm-hmm. um, is, and I, I, again, another thing I cannot believe is true that I'm going to share. Um, so, you know, part of um, my, my, my work, my career focuses on communication training mm-hmm. and uh, public speaking. Mm-hmm. And during the years that um, I was sort of, well, my dreams of being an astronaut got shattered because I'm Iranian. I can't be an astronaut. Did you share this on one of the episodes? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. Um, but long story short, I did. I did mechanical engineering in hopes of becoming an astronaut for NASA. And then um, to be an astronaut for NASA, you need to be a natural born American. So oh, Doo-doo! yeah. So, you know, when, when all of that went, uh, went down the toilet, um, I was sort of in search of, a, of something new. You know, something, something I could uh, sink my teeth into. Mm-hmm. And that was public speaking. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I was obsessed with, with public speaking. I would speak at any opportunity I get. I would do as much as I could to, you know, develop the skills for myself. And one of the, uh, one of the things that I strangely did in order to improve my public speaking skills was to train myself to lucid dream. Ooh. Um, did you come to that idea? Well, I don't, I, I don't know how I came to that idea. I think I was sort of researching some stuff. You know, I, I, I spend a lot of time just sort of going on the internet or reading Wikipedia pages, just like reading a bunch of different shit. I, I didn't know what I was trying to get to. I was, I was just searching, you know, I was mm. going down the, you know, the internet path. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the ones that you take, if you take on YouTube, you'll end up in dark corners of YouTube that you're going to question your life decisions. <laughs> like the, how's it called, the CSP Foundation? <laughs> <laughs> Like all the creepy pastas are in there. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I um I was doing that and I just came to this idea. I was like, okay, what if I master lucid dreaming? Then I can practice public speaking even when I sleep. Oh my gosh. I, I cannot believe um it, this is true actually. And you know, um, I I started researching about lucid dreaming and like how you can train yourself mm. to do it. You know, okay. um, a lot of people are natural lucid dreamers. Um, a lot of us have to sort of train ourselves. And the idea is just quite simple. It's if, if you have the self-awareness in sleep, in a state of, you know, sort of unconsciousness and dreaming, mm-hmm. that you realize that you are dreaming. I had that. You know? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I didn't know some people are naturals in that though. Yeah, and I someone, and, uh, sorry, yeah. No, continue. So I always had this idea that like lucid dream is when you go into sleep and you're like, oh, I can fly and everything. But I've never heard that some people are natural lucid dreamers. Well, like here's the thing, right? Um, a lot of people don't realize that they're dreaming, right? So like a lot of things that tell you that this is a dream, well, when you're in it, you don't know that it's a dream you know it's just your reality in that moment what you know like for example um a lot of times you would wake up after you know after sleep and then you remember your dream and you're like this sounds very strange that it happened this way in a dream but in that moment i didn't pick it up oh that's interesting see whenever i dream yeah i usually know that it's a dream Oh, um, I've had so many moments that I didn't know if something had happened in reality or in a dream. Oh. Like, um, I've had so many things that I'm just like, was that a dream or was that reality? I don't know um, which. Like, I, I, I know this happened in my brain, but I don't know whether it was 
in real life or it was just in my dream. Oh, that is interesting. No, see, like whenever I dream, mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm always aware that I'm dreaming. It has never happened to me like in a dream that I was like, I can't control it. No, I'm always like, oh, but this is a dream. It doesn't matter what happens in it. Uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, I see your eyes right now. They're just like wide open. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Could, is that like lucid dreaming in that case? Well, yeah, I guess so. Because, oh my gosh. Um, lucid dreaming, from my understanding, is like, you know, when, when you can take control of your dream. Yeah. Well, the um, thing is, I don't take control of my dream. I let it run its course, but I am aware that I'm dreaming. Yeah, well, like, a lot of times for me, I just sort of didn't recognize that it was a dream. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay. So, like, okay. you know, a lot of times I would wake up and I know I had been dreaming, but I had no idea what I was dreaming about. I just remember fragments. And oh. one of the things I, I read was like, hey, try to remember your dreams. You mm-hmm. know? So I used to keep a diary next to my bed. Whenever mm-hmm. I woke up, I would write down everything that, um, you know, that I could remember from mm-hmm. my dream. Just to try to remember. I just to try to sort of train myself to remember my dreams. Mm-hmm. Then... Um, Couple more things like these are like I think from what I remember this is some years ago so I don't know if I remember these things correctly um but like for example in your dream if you look at the clock mm-hmm. um look away and you look at the clock again the time has changed drastically like a sort of unrealistic time change I've heard the same thing with a mirror that you look at a mirror and you not and yourself it, it looks wobbly or Ooh, I have an interesting story about that one. But continue before I go with that. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, so like, yeah, when you look in the mirror, you look weird. You know, there's something wrong. Yeah, you just look like not yourself. Yeah. So, like, these are the sort of the cues you need to keep telling yourself that mm-hmm. this is a dream. I am now dreaming and I am now in control of my dream. Yeah. Um, I never did that. Like, mm-hmm. I never had to tell myself that that's a dream. Right. For as long as I remember, most of the dreams were always just dreams. And in a dream, I would tell myself, well, this is a dream. Um, but the mirror story, I just have to bring it up. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I want to hear about you looking <laughs> at yourself in the mirror when, you, when you're dreaming. So, like, you know, whenever, like, dreams, they take a weird turn sometimes. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> And usually, like, I don't remember my entire dreams. I remember parts of it. Right. Until it becomes, like, a deja vu thing, which I just, for some reason, am in the moment. I see the same setup, which I think when we had when we went to do our groceries. Mm-hmm. And we just saw, like, um, so we went to do the groceries. We went to the small area. And I just saw the location i was like what the crap this is deja vu and i did not recall the dream up until that point but after i saw the image i was like just remembering the entire dream right so uh this was one of the moments as well okay so um just putting it out there Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure we should do an episode about it but i have been very self-conscious about my self-image about right. especially like my weight when I was a kid and it has always bothered me and stuff. Um, and I remember one of the dreams I had was I was taking a shower and how my, uh, like, our house rooms are set up. We have three stories plus a basement. Mm-hmm. And on the first floor, we have like a dining room and a kitchen and a small, like just a toilet area. Area, like it's a fucking room. Then the second toilet floor- area. <laughs> so you've got an entire section of the house like, dedicated. Like there's to just like toilets. Like that's just a toilet and a small corner sink, one of those like small triangle ones that you see in a lot of European ha- houses. It's not an area. That's a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of getting excited. I'm like, ooh. ooh. You could sit down and relax. No, you just go there to pee and get out. Okay. (laughs) And then the second floor, um, we have mine and my sister's room. 
Mm. And then an additional room that used to be my room when my parents used to occupy the one that I currently have. Mm. Well, had I moved out. But um, now it's a workroom. Okay. And we have like a bigger restroom area. Mm. Like with a jacuzzi tub. Ooh. Yeah. That's more like it. With a jacuzzi tub, with a bathroom, Mm. with a bidet. Mm. Yes. And on the third floor, we have my parents' bedroom, a guest bedroom, and a shower together, like with a toilet and everything. So, Ugna's house tour. Ugna's house tour. <laughs> One day. <laughs> Welcome to my crib. <laughs> nah, but like, um, so I was having a dream that was on the third floor of my parents' bedroom. Um, and I was changing to go to the shower and I looked at the mirror. And I looked like completely different. Like a ball? No, I mean like completely different as in facial structure. Oh. My body, which I guess I was like pretty subconscious about Mm -hmm. it. um, It was different. It was the way that I sort of wanted it to be. And I was like, okay. I didn't register it at that specific moment. Mm -hmm. But then like I woke up. I'm pretty sure I took a shower in the dream. Come on. Um, yeah. We all love those, like, warm water. <laughs> mm. But then I woke up, and I was like, whoa, what? But then I forgot along the way. And then at some point, um, recently, actually, when I went back home and I took a shower, I looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because this is exactly how I look now. Right. Right? Mm. Trippy. <laughs> No, that's uh, that's definitely trippy. Anyway, uh, lucid dreaming, right? Mm-hmm. So you did that to become better at like um, <sighs> public speaking? I did that so I could, weirdly enough, you know, I used to do so many speeches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I used to practice my speeches while um, driving. Oh. So when I'm stuck in traffic, I was like... I'm like, okay, you know what? Eight, add eight hours to it. But Malaysian traffic is like long. But yeah, Malaysian traffic is like a couple hours. Uh, I used to spend about two to three hours in traffic every day. Yeah, okay. Um, but like, I was just like, you know what? Let me add some productive time to my day because, you know, I'm not, you know, I can be more productive and I'm, I'm doing a lot. So I decided to start lucid dreaming so I could practice my speeches while I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that everybody was laughing at me for trying to do. I've whatever I told to like you're stupid, man. Um, and you know, I so I started keeping the diary. I I started to take note of all these cues. I used to get so fucking mad at myself because I would wake up in the morning and I'm like, that was a cue. Oh my that god, that was a cue. Everything was upside down. You brain, you stupid <laughs> brain. How did you not realize it's a dream? <laughs> you bloody stupid brain. So, like, you know, um, yeah, I did. I did all of that, and it took me a couple of months. And uh, I think I I started to have some control. Yeah, over my dreams. You know, I I. I remember one very particular experience. Um, so I remember I told you uh, in one of the previous episodes about like um, my my house in the uh, near the university area where I was like living by myself. Yeah, it was a bit of a creepy area, you know. Mm. Lots of stray dogs, not a lot of uh, street lighting. Um, been a couple of incidents in terms of like you know theft and all of that. Okay, well, more okay. than a couple. And a, and a haunted house. Ooh. And one haunted house. Halloween stories. This is time for October. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's a long way to go before Halloween. Um, but yeah. Uh, I remember one night. You know. I, I was dreaming. And like. I think one of my friends was like. Walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And I picked up the cue that this is a dream. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like. Ooh. Let me fly. <laughs> So I decided that like I'm gonna jump to his house, and I did that. Nice. And I remember this is probably the most glorious feeling I've had in my any of my dreams, and that includes wet dreams. (laughs) (laughs) The teenage years, guys. (laughs) 
It's like I I I lifted off the ground and like bloody Superman. And I landed outside of his house. <laughs> and I remember there was some kind of a monster there. Oh, of course. <laughs> I know there was some kind of a monster in the bushes that I defeated, but like like I I don't remember the details of it, but I mean, you were a Superman, right? So, like, yeah. you have to have an enemy here. Yep. <laughs> but um, what made me stop doing it was one particular night, uh, or probably a morning. Um, I was I slept in the university that night mm-hmm. um, because I, I I don't know why I was too busy to go home to sleep so <laughs> because I, of engineering <laughs> because of engineering that's that's precisely why um so I slept in the TV room and uh yes I slept in the TV room you guys uh, had a TV room we had a TV room we don't even have a library <laughs> um I paid a lot for university <laughs> fair enough um so I slept in the TV. I used to bring like the couches and stuff together and make mm. like a little bed, fourth bed. I probably have some photos of that. But yeah. Were you the only one doing that? Um no, actually around <laughs> the exam time it was uh three of us doing that. We used Camping. to just take up one entire TV room to ourselves. Nice. And uh my mom I, I just got so many stories out of that TV room, you know. My mom used to cook cook and bring food for me nice like around the exam time and then she's like you know this is food for a week and then i would just share it with one of my buddies um that we used to like study together during the exam time um mm-hmm. but yeah anyways um one night i'm sleeping there or i don't know it's the morning or day or whatever and in my dream i broke my knee Ooh. i fell on my leg in such a way that my knee got folded underneath me. Oh. So I, yeah. So I essentially crushed my knee underneath myself. Oh my um, gosh. So, you know, that was the moment I woke up. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Oh no, did you go in like sleep paralysis? And then, yeah. Oh no. So I, I, I remember, um, you know, this was probably in reality five or ten seconds. But to me, this felt like an hour oh my gosh yeah of agony yeah you know i i felt my foot around my shoulder blade oh my gosh you know it was the pain was real um the feeling of my knee completely shattered and my leg stuck under me Mm. all of it felt fucking real oh my but i knew it was a dream i knew i'm safe and sound on the couch oh no and i'm just like sitting there like okay move your foot Mm -hmm. my brain is sending the signal foot move the foot does not move oh no and the pain continues you know and i'm just and I'm starting to panic in that moment. I'm like, wait, is this a dream? Is this reality? What is happening? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was probably a couple of seconds. I just had to take a deep breath. Quite literally, I told myself, take a deep breath. It was just a dream. Mm-hmm. It's just a dream. You're going to wake up now. Mm-hmm. And when I woke up, my leg is extended straight. Mm-hmm. I am exactly where I was when I fell asleep. Mm-hmm but I still felt the pain. Like I could feel all the joints in my knee overextended. It was, it was like, holy fuck, dude. You know, this is all, this is all that brainy, brainy, psyche stuff. Don't fuck with it. Oh yeah. (laughs) Don't get into that department. But like, okay, so most of the, Sleep paralysis experience, I would say this is one of the um, different ones that you're used to hearing probably. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, when you think about a sleep paralysis, usually think of a person standing in a corner or some people even report feeling, pinning them down. Pinning them down or like a train is coming and they can't move. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
and a lot of like paranormal shit, humanoid beings. But like, whoop. What the hell did you drop? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for you, it wasn't like that, right? It, this is the only experience you had with the sleep paralysis. No, I've had a lot of sleep. I've, I've had the whole um, train is coming. I've had, I've had the whole, um, I'm trying to, um, danger is coming. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to scream out for help. Mm-hmm. But I'm suffocating. But it was also like in one of your uh, trying to lucid dream days, or was no, I it? I think this was prior to that. Okay, okay. This okay. was a lot of childhood stuff. I was okay. I, I don't know what it was, um, but like I remember a lot of nights that I'm just like, danger is coming. I'm literally trying to say help, help, mm-hmm. but nothing was coming out. It, it was yeah if i if i if i can if i can try to replicate how it sounded in my dream it would be like <laughs> that was what i had as a dream oh wow but you know like most of the time people who are having sleep paralysis they might not really be just laying still they might actually be moving possible yeah but your brain is still picking up you just laying down no, quite possible because I used to wake up. Um, I used to go to sleep in one direction and wake up in another direction. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Fun story. Yeah. Um, oh, so in Malaysia, mm-hmm. they use the, um, the British plugs, like the electrical plugs. Yeah. Um, and they usually have like a safety switch next to every single plug. Mm-hmm. But like you have to plug it up. Those things saved my life. Okay. Oh, no. What did you do? Um, I'm probably 15. And I plugged my phone in mm-hmm. at night to sleep. And I had my charger on the left side of the bed. Right? Mm-hmm. So it was the wall, charger plugged in, and my bed. And a tiny bit of gap. There. Mm-hmm. And I remember in the middle of the night, I felt my foot dropping onto something and shattering it. Oof. And I woke up in the middle of the night trying to figure out what the hell I had destroyed. Oh. And I start touching the area where my foot, you know, hit something. And I start touching pins. Oh, no. And I'm like, what is this pin? What is the holy fuck is the pin of my charger? What the fuck? Oh, my God. What the crap did you do? So in the middle of the night, I had lifted my leg. As I did, I used to I used to kick in sleep, and I had completely broken the charger. The pins were still left inside the plug, Jesus. inside the wall socket, but the wall plug wasn't turned on. A petition to go to uh, British Chargers, Europe. Take notes. Y'all system saved my life. Wow. If- and I had plugged my phone in and I I was so tired. I just didn't realize I should just like, you know, I just forgot to turn on the socket. Wow. If I had turned that on, that was uh, what, 230 volts straight through me at three in the morning. I don't think I would have survived that. And some death basically. Yeah. Darn. Um, damn. Oof. Grimness. Not really grim. Just like, you know, a bit of caution for you <laughs> bit of caution don't take charges in the middle of sleep people <laughs> and do not practice lucid dreaming if you're not prepared for all the weirdness that's gonna come yeah afterwards yeah um but like you know the last couple of weeks i, I think both of us have had a crappy sleep cycle <laughs> <laughs> what is a sleep cycle <laughs> That thing you're supposed to have uh, to get rest. But, like, um, I think it is quite important for us, um, for everyone, really, to uh, to get enough rest. And I'm just saying that as someone who, you know, um, I don't sleep enough. <laughs> yeah. as, my, as my new housemate, you, you've you come to realize, I, I you know, yeah, I'm on my laptop until, like, 2 in the morning mm. and all of that. And then waking up at, like, 7, 8. 
go yeah. back to work. Yeah. It's insane. Um, so I definitely need to sort of look after myself in that regard. You do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're hitting somewhere close to an hour mark. Yep. Shall we end it here tonight? Yep, yep, yep. Alrighty. It was, um, it was fun talking about lucid dreaming and, um, well, weird stuff. We do it in Iran to American flags. We don't do it, okay? I'm just saying. Like, uh, that was, it's, it's a weird, it's, I don't know how to talk about it. Well, let me get, just get this straight. Mm-hmm. You were late for the majority of them either way. I was late uh, probably every single day to school. Here we go. Yeah. Um, so with that, um, I'm going to wish you all good night. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And Don't uh, let the aliens bite or, well, charger plugs electrocute you. Uh, yeah. Hope, I hope you don't break your charges. <laughs> 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 hey, cheers, guys. Nights. Nice.